Hello, everyone. Um, if you are just joining us, you are tuning in to the Story X Story end of year live stream chat. So as we do with our podcast, we talk about stories across pop culture. Um, so today we've been talking with the Maya Matter team, um, some longtime Maya Matter supporters to wrap up the year in terms of the stories that we have enjoyed. So I'm your co-host. And for this next segment, I'll be talking specifically about comics, manga, and I'm going to squeeze in anime in there uh, as well. So we brought on some uh, specialist guests for that. So we have illustrator and colorist Erin. Erin, welcome. Thank you for having me. We have the host of the Ace Comicals podcast, Greg. Welcome. Hello. And we have comic and manga artist Makiko. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. It's good to be back. Hi. And last but certainly not least, we have Lara, who is the Manga Forum podcast co-host. Hi there. Thanks again, uh, Nigel, for having me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, thank you all for joining me. So uh, a quick tech update. Um, I've got my, my mic has sorted itself out. Don't know what happened before. Uh, I've given up on my other camera um because i don't know just wasn't wasn't having it today so uh we're going with the webcam and we're gonna we're gonna run through this so what i would like to know is uh how is everyone doing we almost made it to the end of the year so yeah i think that's a that's a great success to be, yeah. <laughs> to be at the end of the year already yeah we made it so. to the end of 2020 until we get to New Year's Day and 2020's empty life bar begins to refill and you get the cutscene where 2020 gets back up, <laughs> transforms into something else. I just hope not. Yeah. I've, I've had just about enough of 2020, I think. I know, I know. I think we've all had uh, just about enough. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, kind of, uh, so you're all like, into into your comics uh i always like doing like the podcast and things like this because i get to invite people who know what they are talking about to talk and i can just sit here and take notes so that's going to kind of be my right the way i'm <laughs> going to run this um let you guys talk so yeah we've um we've all spoken before so lara has been on our podcast before uh mikiko has been on our podcast uh erin we're going to get into what uh erin uh, and i spoke about on our podcast episodes in a bit and i've been on greg's podcast as well as greg being on our podcast i think they call that a crossover yeah, <laughs> yeah. so we've done a couple it's of those crossover event yes yeah um <laughs> So, uh, what has everyone enjoyed from the world of comic, manga, and like I said, anime, I'm going to squeeze that in there because there's a couple of things specifically that I want to talk about, but I'm going to start with you all and who wants to go first? Like what have been your, let's say, if you've got a favorite, let me know, or if you want to do top three, depends. How do you want to do this? Oh man, like I had, a, I've got a whole stack of things next to me right here, but one of them, I don't think I would be allowed to bring it onto the camera or talk about it because you guys have a clean rating and there's a swear word yeah. in the title. So, 
you cover it, like put a little like your hand yeah. strategically place something. I could, I could do that. But you it? Yeah, what I'll what I'll do instead <laughs> is I'll I'll strategically direct you to my podcast, to the Halloween special, <laughs> Afterlife Comical, <laughs> where the loft dweller talks about said book because it's an awesome, awesome horror book. Um it's a great vampire story and I wanted to bring it on today. But I'm gonna leave that because I've got a stack of other things I want to show you as well. So my top comics is like for 2020. There's a couple of like biopic type things in here, like uh, people's life stories and that kind of thing. The first one that like, so sort of like chronologically, the first one that kind of came out this year that is on my list is probably this, um, which is okay. uh, Bowie, uh, Stardust Reagans and Moon Age Daydreams, which is the story of David Bowie. Um, and obviously combines my two loves music and comics into one kind of neat little package the like it, it's the best thing about this actually is the art and the way that mike alred gets across the kind of like it's it just it well how do i describe it, it just looks so musical and the way mike alred <laughs> kind of like gets across you know like he the likenesses and everything in his like kind of signature style with the bold lines and flat colors and stuff like that that laura alred applies and it's just it's just a gorgeous gorgeous book and a really great story and even um some of the the, the sections in it where it's like performances and things like that like some of the segments where we're, we're getting to see like bowie's performance on the comic page the way that that is illustrated and the way that that is dealt with is very kind of um it it just captures it so well it captures the mood and the moment and everything else and i oh, think i think it props. sorry I love that you brought props. Oh yeah, I brought props. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. about props? Yeah, you've actually the props do the talking so that I so I've, that my incompetence too, isn't as. Oh yeah, you brought Wolverine with you. Yeah. Um, hold on. So did I because I thought I thought that might come up because these are the ones that we did uh, the the crossover episodes for, weren't they? Yes. So, so yeah, I've got my copy of Weapon X are, as well. Yeah. And, and Batman: The Long Halloween. Batman: Long Halloween. There yeah. we go. But yeah. Um, yeah. The one of the sort of like the best things about this is how it kind of captures the mood and the age and that that we're in and the the music that Bowie created and how how the comic book actually like you can hear it so when you when you read this comic book and when you're flicking through the pages you can hear David Bowie's music like as it's on the page you can you can hear it through the page through the art mm which I think is like a great triumph of this book and the way it explains who Bowie was and Bowie being an artist whose canvas was identity, I guess, because he would just kind of like reinvent himself for each yeah. um, musical release like he did and each album. Yeah. So he, he was an artist and his canvas was himself. It was an identity. So that's pretty fully evident here on this sort of like two page spread. But yeah. Yeah, okay. it's a, it's a great great book, and it's um it's one of my favorites from this year. Oh, we'll do like a someone else. Round, yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. Kind of give someone else a chance. We'll go around. No, that's cool. We'll come back. And, yeah, um, Mikita, how about you? How, what are your favorite stories? Yeah, it's actually really funny because I'm definitely not as well prepared. I don't have anything I can hold up to show you because. Uh, no, it's fine. I only got this because uh, my bookshelf <laughs> over there. So. Oh yeah. So because 2020 has been how it's been, I just have had much more time working on my own projects, which means that I've actually read far less than I usually do. 
And everything mm-hmm. that I have read has been web comics. So uh, they're all free online. So you guys can just look them up online. One I really enjoyed as kind of like a very cynical daily comic strip was Mr. Lovenstein, which is like kind of dry, sometimes black humor, daily strips that definitely have like this very cynical undertone that I really enjoyed, um, which kind of worked well for 2020, you know, Mm. sort of, ah, here we go again. Yeah, we got got cynical overtones in 2020. Yeah. So that that one's really easy and and it's it's kind of simple. It's, It's very... Well, obviously, jokes are the same style over and over, and it's been an ongoing series. It's not particularly no new or anything, but it's like very, very famous. So I, I get my dose of cynicism from that. <laughs> and um, uh, the other ones might be less known. So um, I brought up Delicious in Dungeon when we had our last podcast together. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And that's a manga that I don't I think is very new either. It's been going on for a couple of volumes now. It I don't know if it's available in English, but I haven't seen it yet. I had plans of buying it in Japanese this year because I was going to go visit my family. Unfortunately, that didn't pan out, so I don't have it yet. <laughs> but that one, I think, is actually licensed by Viz now. So Delicious in Dungeon, and it's like an adventuring group that goes into a dungeon. It starts out very simple. They go into a dungeon and they ran they run out of food and then they start slaying monsters and then thinking how do we cook this and it's kind of a mix of a fantasy adventure story with a cooking manga which is always very funny because they do these fancy dishes and then everything glitters and smells wonderful and everybody's drooling and it's like it's cooked monsters it's very funny <laughs> <laughs> so you actually and, um, reminded me that before you continue just reminding me that uh, Mikiko and Lara uh, and I we're on a panel recently for Thoughtball. So I'm just going to put that in the chat for people to check out where, because there were a bunch of like recommendations um, as well. So I'll just drop that in the chat for people. But uh, yeah, what was the other one? Yeah, so the last one is actually fairly unknown. Um, you can read it on tapas.io and it's by a friend of mine. He's called uh, Hannes Radke. And the series is called um, Of Stars Profaned. And it's kind of like a sci-fi fantasy. Um, it's quite dark. It the style reminds me a little bit of Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, the comic, but it's like techno fantasy, I suppose. I'm not really sure how to how to categorize it pr- properly, but it's it's like the right kind of action and darkness that I really enjoy. I've mentioned before in our panel that I'm very much into dark fantasy, so it's it's more of the very dark stuff <laughs> like a lot of death and destruction so if you're not into death and destruction maybe maybe skip that one but but the guy is fairly unknown and i feel like he definitely needs more credit like his art style is great his storytelling is great um and he has a very small audience but you can read of stars profaned on tapas so is that cool. going to be kind of like in the same vein as things like berserk that kind of dark sort, or... i think not yeah. quite that dark but in that direction yeah certainly with a sci-fi element <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's walking it's walking along in that way That's, yeah yeah it's like that, that yeah that end of the scale yeah yeah <laughs> my favorite <laughs> cool um Aaron, um what have you been enjoying you can also include your own work because Aaron has worked on some major titles uh well yeah <laughs> i feel a little bad like plugging myself right they're like it's the best <laughs> stuff you could read it here uh, i know but yeah I've, I've 
but I'm what I might be most known for is I'm the colorist for the Doctor Who series. Um, so I've been working that for a few years now, and now uh, recently, just a few works, my first few works for DC have come out. So I've worked on Aquaman and Harley Quinn and Super Pets and a few fun little things. Uh, again, just like the others, if you want to check out my social media, you can find more in-depth information about that. I'm not going to take out too much of that time. Um, but I've been trying to read more comics uh, this year because I've, I've got it into the habit of just like leaving my phone out of my hands before going to sleep. And I do like the last, the last 40, 30 minutes, I try to read comics and I've been trying to buy a lot from local comic bookshops to just try and help around. So every month I do, I choose a shop and I buy a bulk of stuff from them, which could be newer things and things that came out maybe recently or things that came out the last few years that I'd missed out or, or like just stuff that has a very cool cover. And so I'm going to buy it because it's got a great cool cover. Uh, so I I had a very few lucky encounters this year that I had not anticipated. And one of those is this little thingy here. It's called A Gift for Ghost. Uh, and I'm sorry that Lara went away because I've seen it on her Instagram. Oh, I uh, so I, I think she, I think Lara will recognize this one and appreciate it because I saw you on your Instagram right now. Uh, it's a beautiful little story that I got just because I really like the, the cover and I really like the, the, the plot is the story through time of girls and their youths and their kind of dreams and ghosts and music and unfortunate music choices that lead to wonderful discoveries. And the artwork is very simple, but it's very beautiful and there's a very nice use of colors and uh, line work and it's uh it's it's very very beautiful it's very i'll say very poetic in a way without wanting to be too uh it's very beautiful i, I mean even just the, the cover the front and the back are just stunning it's 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 a lovely a lovely lovely little book that i would recommend for anyone the teenagers, adults, there's no really like a specific target for this. It's just, um, I think it's a beautiful little thing that you can add to your bookshelf. Yeah, I don't know if you want to rotate or in, and go to Laro, if I should talk about a couple more. I don't know. What do you want me to do? You're muted now. Uh, I, did the, I did the classic. Okay. But that's two, <laughs> that's two days in a row. Yes. I've done that. It's okay. I, I, it's did, I did this it's yesterday. Tough, we know it. <laughs> but you know what? You know what's even, even funny. So yesterday I did. Um, I was part of a Ubisoft uh, live stream, and the day before, so Thursday, uh, we had a, a tech rehearsal. And I said on a tech rehearsal, there's all one person that mutes their mic and starts speaking. So come <laughs> Friday, what's the first thing I of do? Of course, it was you. Mic and start speaking. <laughs> and being someone who apparently doesn't learn, come to Saturday. <laughs> Not twenty four hours. Ago, I've done the same same thing. Anyway, Lava, what are you um you enjoying story wise in the year? What have been some of your favorites? Yeah, I had to go back to my Instagram account and just double check what I've actually read because um, <laughs> I think I read a lot and then and then but I also got into the problem that I've read a lot and like a lot. So I think maybe I just stick with what the most recent two things that I've read that I thought were really really good. The first one is, you know, Nigel, that you like a certain anime <laughs> and if anyone asks you, you just say it. I was very shocked to recently find out that my 
favourite book of all time of any book, one of, she had a sequel, Ali Broche. And I've got a prop as well, see? And I can't talk enough about this book, but also I think it's so good that my vocabulary is limited. You know, when something is so good that I don't have any other words to say, it's just the best. It's just good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just good. Yeah, there's no, there's no other way to say it. It's just good. I have that trouble as well. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I find that the most the things I like the most, I have nothing to say because I'm just there like, it's good. And I think this is so powerful. It's so uh, real and makes me laugh and cry at the same time. And it's so, so good. So this, and I only just realized she had the sequel uh, during the Thought Bubble event. And I found out and I was like, wait, I haven't bought it yet. Why? So I bought that with, the, with all my other Thought Bubble purchases. Of which, talking about Small Creator, going probably one of my favorite ideas of this year as well as another a collective that this is the idiot corpse and it's three artists who are based in london who are fantastic artists and writers and they decided to do this mad idea where they had eight words they each put eight words into a hat and then picked out eight words and then drew each other's stories with, that were created with those eight words so it's just this oh. mad creative idea and the it's actually a stunning, creepy... And it worked. It worked, yeah. Hmm. I think that the idea was really innovative and cool. And I think this idea of like artists collaborating with ideas and just doing creative, creepy stuff is, is the best. And just one more. <laughs> manga. Obviously, I wanted to put those not necessarily traditional manga things. Uh, so I think one of my favourite things was this The Right Way to Jump which is a manga that was put out by Viz about how Shonen Jump is made. And it's crazy, weird narr narrator. So it's got all those little absurd things that you want from a funny manga, but it's actually about how Shonen Jump is made, which is just really interesting and cool in itself. So yeah, that's why I'd recommend. I'm glad so, I've read it. You know? Yeah, because um, uh, we're uh, running slightly behind because we'll drop uh some of my favorites but before i do that greg if you give us another because i know i can tell you had one more at least one more that you wanted to <laughs> oh, say, I, I, at least one more yeah um <laughs> so this one because i've been on this thing for like comics doing biographies like comic biographies or sequential art biographies or whatever and like one of the other ones i picked up this year was this um, all about oh. the life of jack kirby which jack kirby being one of the most Amazing. important people in western comics and I thought, yeah, why not? <laughs> so I picked that up and I've been, uh, we talked about it on the cast as well. So like, you can't really deny how important Jack Kirby was to the medium. Like I've talked about his contributions and everything else. I, I love his comics. It's, he was kind of like the, he terraformed modern comics as, as far as I'm concerned. Like he, he kind of like came in and because of what Jack Kirby did, because of his work, that's why we have everything we have today, comics-wise, format-wise, like um, especially with superhero books, things like that. It's all because it's all down to the work of this one man here. Um, I mean, I'm not not to belittle the work of people like Stanley and people like that, but I mean, I'm I'm a big Jack Kirby stan, so <laughs> I'm always gonna say Jack Kirby did the heavy lifting. And this is like a meticulously researched biography, kind of like told through excerpts from interviews and book sources and things like that, compiled into this graphic novel with all the love and care by a Tom Scioli, who he's kind of like this. Um, he has this kind of like dusty retro style with his cartoons, 
Uh, he also did Fantastic Four Grand Design, which kind of like was Marvel spinning out from the X-Men Grand Design thing they did. But, I mean, if you get a look at the kind of... This is his kind of work. This is what he does. So... Cool. It has this kind of like dusty edge to it, and it's kind of um, it's like he's it's like he intentionally ages everything after he's put it on the page, because he it, like he's done the whole thing here, like end to end process, like lettering, coloring, the the lot. So, and it's it's quite a feat to be honest when you go through it and you see like what he covers and um, like all the different voices that he's got in here, like with people talking about jack kirby or or even jack kirby himself like uh we've got like short so excerpts other, from other people talking yeah about yeah yeah just like yeah there's there's bits that are, are stanley and there's bits that are other people that knew him things like that and it's it's just oh. it's an incredible little book it's great cool. um and that was another one of my top picks i like the sound of that um all right, i'm gonna quickly throw um a couple of my favorite stories of of the year uh, and then uh, just want to quickly go around and see what people are most looking forward to next year uh, before we go into our next segment. So for me, I was trying to decide because I remembered that I actually, this is the first time this year I watched Avatar, The Last Airbender, but also Gurren Lagann. So when I was trying to think of my favorites, I don't know. I think I might have to actually put Gurren Lagann on top. Might have to do that because it was such a emotional connection to that story so those are two favorites i really want to talk about more about them more we're going to save that for a later segment when i'm back uh, with tazzy so yeah if anyone in the chat has seen those uh, and also of them uh, please do let me know but because we are getting into the end of been a a unprecedented just yeah just some kind of year i want to know going into 2021 what are people most looking forward to especially considering like this year, obviously, like conventions have been sort of so disrupted, events in general, obviously, and even like comics, um, like with um, Diamond being disrupted in their distribution. I think just the future is going to look very different. So, Mikiko, why don't you start us off? Like, what are you most looking forward to in 2021, other than just normal life returning? <laughs> yeah, I think I think conventions is going to be a big thing um, once we we're safe to to go to them again um i actually had a new book come out pretty much just before the lock the first lockdown which means that i hadn't sold it i have boxes and boxes of that book that was like the big new release for london comic con i know that feeling this year (laughs) it's just sitting there so i'm like i've got two more books now that are waiting to be printed so i feel like i i really miss this 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 exchange that you have with people when you actually sell them your your own made books and you can you can go i made this and here enjoy it and just you know give it to them and and then see them two days later or whatever when they come back and say do, do you have any more and it's just there's a special kind of magic at conventions that i really miss i suppose and um like i've i've learned a lot about online sales but i really miss <laughs> just signing things and scribbling little drawings into them for whoever comes by and have little yeah. chats and exchange cat pictures and, you know, all sorts. <laughs> yeah, I think no, I feel that's you. the big one, yeah. I think, and, yeah, um, it's the chats with people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I also noticed that I haven't seen and read much of anything new because I really rely on other people's recommendations <laughs> when it comes to these things. Um, like, 
I really struggled to come up with well, what were your favorite comics this year because I barely read anything. And normally it's people who read my things and go, I think you'd like this. Uh, check it out. And then I write it down and check it out. And then I sort of filter through fan recommendations. <laughs> and it's, it's, mm-hmm. I really feel disconnected from the world currently. And um, yeah, I think a convention is people. like, yeah, it's like, a, <laughs> it's like an extreme version of, of just everything in life where everybody comes together and ch- like shares what they love. And, mm. uh, and I, I can't handle it every day, but every couple of months, like, like I used yeah, to, yeah. Yeah, maybe, no. maybe really healthy yeah, for a hermit convention like every day, myself. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's really it. I think. Um, Lara, I was just going to point oh. out actually like, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, cause I think we've got some like, um, cat lovers and stuff here, haven't we? Um, and I was thinking like you guys all mentioning manga and things like that. You got me thinking about something that I kind of read earlier this year, which was Junji Ito's cat diary, Yon and Moo. Anybody else read that? Has anyone checked that out? No, I'm writing it down. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I haven't read the physical book, but I've seen it a lot. Yeah. About a lot. yeah. Great. Yeah, it's great. To put that it's in the absolutely chat. great. You're going to need to put that in the chat. For I will put it in the chat. Yeah, yeah I'll put it in the chat. So we're going to need to get um, that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Erid, what are you most looking forward to? I'll take I'll take just one more second because I only got to talk about one comic and I just All wanted right. to shout out a couple more. <laughs> so this, I'll be very quick. This, Wonder Woman Dead Earth is incredible. I'm not a huge Wonder Woman fan, but I got this recommended by my friend. Loved it. It's crazy possible in a big kind of French format. Art is stunning. Story is amazing. Earth has been destroyed. Wonder Woman wakes up in it and doesn't know what's happened and tries to figure it out. Lots of monsters, lots of violence. Awesome. Wonderful book. <laughs> Very out of my comfort zone. Something is killed in children. I never read or watch horror stories because they are not my thing. But this has been talked about a lot and I think it deserves it. It's very scary. Very, very violent, very gory, and something is indeed killing children. So if you're very susceptible to that, please don't read this book. It's very tough. It's not for everyone. It's um, a James Tynan book. Yeah. I, we've got that on. Yeah. Well, we talked about that as well, the first issue of it. It's it's great. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I just got the second one, and now I'm going to read it. And last two very quick. Firepower. I mean, this Kirkman doesn't really need a lot of introduction. Oh, Stunning want- artwork. Great plot. Awesome. I, I'm very partial to the fact that it's colored by Matt Wilson, who's one of my favorite colleagues and is incredible. And very last one, Gender Queer. Uh, got lots of amazing, sorry, Gender Queer. Uh, got lots of amazing reviews, lots of prizes, uh, lots of rewards, lots of just amazing. If you have anyone in your life who is queer and be struggling with their identity, or maybe if you're struggling with your identity, I would really recommend reading this to understand other people and to understand yourself more. It's really cool. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to going back to conventions to see friends and just chat, like either as an attendee or as a behind the table. Uh, I miss yeah. I miss seeing my friends, and I come from Italy now and living in the UK, but I've never had a lot of international experiences. So, like in the past four or five years working in comics, I was able to travel more and see more people and actually meet and touch and talk and i miss i miss my friends i miss seeing friends yeah. around uh the people that i never get to see because i only see them in new york comic con and until i go back to new york comic con i'm never gonna see I'm them again see them. um so that's that's totally really tough for me 
feel like this is the this is the theme running through uh, Lara Greg through you, but I feel like we just want to get back to conventions and just get back to normal and meet with yeah. everyone. Yeah, yeah, I want to. Cool. Yeah. I want to get out of the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, you do. I, I will to say me, it's just like you. You do have a very festive bunker. Yeah, say. yeah. At the moment, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, yeah, I've, I've seen. I've seen worse bunkers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, all right. What I'm going to do now is let people know about our next segment coming up because we will have uh, Tazzy joined by. Annabelle and Alan from Melon Gamers to talk about uh, film, TV, and I'm guessing some uh, video game talk as well. And I promise I will come back to Avatar because I've not forgotten about that. <laughs> so before <laughs> before we get into that, just to remind people, you can vote in our December Gamepad poll. Uh, which social video game did you spend more time with most time this year? Uh, when we do our January updates video, we'll like put together the results uh, and let people know what came out on top. Hopefully there'll be less controversy uh, than there was around the video game awards, but uh, yeah, we'll come back to that too. And another thing that we're working on is we will put together a piece of Christmas artwork. So we're going to put together something for Discord and for Gamepad Online ticket holders. However, uh, we're trying to decide which characters uh, to use. So if you are in our Gamepad Discord, uh, you will find a poll that's up now uh, with a choice of characters. Let us know which ones you like. Uh, we'll pick the top two and then we'll put that together with Penali, who you saw in the first segment. Uh, we'll make that happen and then we'll get that out to people. So yeah, so we're about to go into part three. And as always, if you are listening to this now, later on our podcast, please do subscribe. Follow us on Twitch, uh, subscribe to our podcast so you can check out all the rest of the episodes that we have for this year uh, and all the past episodes that we've done this year as well. So I will be back uh, at the end. Up next, we have uh, actually talking about video games. So I guess in a kind of celebration, uh, although maybe for some people it might not be, but Cyberpunk came out uh, recently. And we have Gary from The Coalition who actually put together a short video on someone who's very influential uh, on the current Cyberpunk 2077 game. So we're going to play that uh, and then Taz will be back with Melanin Gamers. Um, and I will also fix my lighting because I think something's happened in the background. Um, and yeah, so I will see you guys soon. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you to our guests and uh, see you guys in a moment. Mm -hmm.